You're my honey bun, sugar plum, plumpy umby umpkin. You're my sweetie pie. You're my cupcake gumdrop, snickums, buckums. You're the apple of my eye, and I love you so. And I want you to know that I'll always be right here. And I love to sing three songs to you because. You are so dear. <laughs> Happy Memorial Day, everybody! And I couldn't think of a better way to start it than that song, right there. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? If you're not, then why? If you're not, then why? We're here to help your life be happier. What's up, Happy Lifers? Happy Memorial Day. We've got a special treat for you on a special day to honor some very special people. And like I said, that song fits perfectly in a Memorial Day. You're probably thinking, what? There's no way that song fits, but it does. But before I talk about the song, I got to talk about the story. And before I talk about the story, I got to talk about the Wendy. Before I can talk about the Wendy, I got to talk about the chiropractor, which is interesting because this episode is actually brought to you by my chiropractor. So I personally vouch for them. Momentum chiropractic in Puyallup, Washington. And many of the episodes that Happy Life Studios have put out have been inspired by Momentum Chiropractic. And the biggest inspirer of them all is the person that is sitting in the room with me right now. Her name is Wendy. And so now I'm going to introduce you to Wendy. Wendy, thanks for joining us at Happy Life Studios, which is actually... Momentum Chiropractic, what do you call this, a waiting room? This is a treatment room. A treatment room. Wow, that sounds so serious. It, it, it's basically where you come to get adjusted. Absolutely. And you're the person that takes a person from the waiting room. Is that the waiting room out there? Yes. Okay. Where people, they do their stretches and that type of thing. They get ready, and then you call them into one of the four or five waiting rooms that you have, right? The treatment rooms, the yeah. treatment room, and then you check them in and all that type of stuff. How long have you been working here at Momentum? It's going on about nine years now. Wow. This isn't really even a chiropractor's office. It's like a family. Absolutely. I mean, you guys do more. I've said this before on podcasts that you guys have, have supported, that you guys aren't just about adjusting the back. You notice when people are down, you're here to adjust people's spirits, to adjust their attitudes, to adjust their their minds, their hearts. In fact, I remember... I came in one time and you asked me how I was. And I said, I wasn't doing very well. And you said, well, we're going to adjust your spirit today. And I was like, honestly, I don't know if I told you this or not, but I thought, yeah, good luck on that one, Wendy, because my spirit is really down and you're not going to adjust it by one little cute little, you know, it's not like you have that much time with a person. You check them in, you leave the room. It's pretty quick. Yeah. And then you, and, but then you said, do you like illustrations? <laughs> I almost laughed out loud because I live off of illustrations. Do you remember that time? I do. Yeah. yeah, And then you told me a story about a TV show 
And it adjusted my spirit. I'm telling you, I walked out of here a different person. And last week I came in and I was also in a very tough spot. And you actually asked me how I was and I avoided the question because I'm good at it. And you didn't catch it. I was really glad because normally you can tell. Maybe you could tell. And I had to come back a couple of days later. And that time I admitted to you that I was struggling. I avoided your question. Did you know I had, was avoiding your question? I could tell you were avoiding me. <laughs> but you just didn't push it, huh? You know, I think sometimes we need to let, you know, just let people be natural. And if they don't, if they're not feeling free to talk, you know, it's not good to press. So yeah, that's just really wanna, cool. You know, leave the door open. And so we're not trying to scare people. Yeah, that's so. good because you would, because some people listen to this and go, I'm not going in there if they're going <laughs> to, that, that's really cool that you, you know, you'll ask someone how they're doing and then you allow them to open up. And I think today we like to push ourselves in people's world, but that's when you honor somebody, love is patient. Absolutely. So there've been so many times that we've come in this room and you've adjusted more than just my, my back, man, you've adjusted my spirit, my heart, my mind, just by some of the things that you said. But whenever you come in, it's never just, hi, how are you doing? Well, it can be. If, if I don't open up, but there's so many things have happened in these rooms where we have just talked about what's been going on in our heart and in our brain. And, you know, it's not like we spend five minutes, but it, it's just really quick in and out and we encourage each other. And, and that's what everybody that works here is like. Yeah. Sometimes it gets deep in five minutes. It really does. Yeah. It, it doesn't take long. It doesn't. And I find myself, I hang out at the desk where all you guys are back there. Everyone's sitting in the waiting room. I'm like, no, I want to go hang out with them at the desk because you guys are so fun. In fact, the other day when I was struggling, Sarah came out. I was in the corner of the room. I'm trying to hide from people because I'm not doing well. She comes all the way to the corner of the room and she just looks at me. She says, is it okay? Can I give you a hug? And I couldn't believe she did that. I mean, that's exactly what I needed. Then I came in the room and you started talking to me. And then next thing, you know, you called everybody in here and asked them to pray for me. And then Dr. Ty even said, before we pray for you, I feel like God wants me to tell you something. And it was exactly the answer to what I, it was just, I just felt so much love in the room, which is what I really needed. Love changes so much. Right. And so I want to thank you for that. And I, I got to stop doing all the talking here, but I just, I'm trying to set this up happy lifer with what really had happened on that day. So we went back to the chiropractor. Then we went to Wendy and now I want you to go to the story. It was an awesome moment that I had my nephew, Jace. He had asked me to pin on if I will come and pin on his rank and that is going to be coming up on June 12th. So he's going to be receiving that. And he asked me to be one of uh, the people who puts the rank on his collar. And so for those that don't know what we're talking about here, what do you mean rank? What do you mean pin on? We're talking about Jace is in the military, right? He is going into the military, but he's going in as an officer. Okay. And so he's going to be receiving his first rank. And so that's a pretty big deal. Steve and I was just feeling really honored. Like, wow, why me? Right. Why you? Why would he? He's your nephew. He's not your your child. He's your nephew. So why would he ask you to have such a high honor? I have spent a lot of time with Jay, especially in his younger years. Um, I was the second person that ever held him. My brother um, was actually working in Alaska. And his wife went into labor. So I was with his mother when she gave birth to him. Because your brother couldn't actually, go, right? Because right, he was working. He, was he couldn't stuck. go in. He could not so leave. you basically were filling kind of a role there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And so 
I got really attached. I mean, all my nephews and nieces are extremely special to me, but, um, you know, he was the youngest at that time of all the babies and all the, all the grandkids and, and such. And so, you know, I got really super attached to him. So attached. I, whenever I would hold him, I would sing this sickly sweet little cupcake song to him. The song that we played yeah. at the beginning of the episode. Exactly. <laughs> but Steve, I, I cannot sing. And I didn't want to hear anybody Happy else. Life, I was trying to get her to sing for this. And she comes back. She says, oh, I found it online. I'm like, I don't want it online. I want to hear you sing it. And she's like, I'm not going to sing it. Not going to happen. <laughs> I'll save you all. <laughs> But because I didn't want anyone else to hear, I would whisper this little song in his ear, and he loved it. Every time I saw him, I would pick him up, and I would put my mouth next to his ear. So he would get to the point where when I would pick him up, he would just put his ear on my mouth. Did you want the Sweetie Pie song? And so (laughs) poor Jace, he had to suffer that out. But... It was just sweet little moments of nurturing and just saying, I love you, you know, whispering, I love you. The thing that moves me about that story is, is that you picked him up, you held him all the time. You were the second person to ever hold him, right? Um, So you took on so much, the role of aunt was so much larger than the normal role of aunt at this point, right? And the thing that moves my heart is whenever, I want to cry talking about it, but whenever you pick him up, as a baby, he would move his ear next to your mouth saying, yeah. please sing me that song. Moving and close. you weren't a good singer, so you say. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't had proof of that. But it wasn't about the quality of the song. It was about the heart of the song, right? Even the song. The song is just like, I mean, you guys you guys heard it. It's like nothing to it. But it was the act of. Sometimes it's just silly things that we do, but it's the why we do them. And when you would hold him, that was your way of saying, Jace, yeah. you're valuable. It was intentional. And it was soft. I think it was tone um, that he responded in such a way. And yeah, I I was sad when he outgrew it. Yeah, (laughs) right, right. Yeah. It gets kind of weird now, I suppose. Right, it would be. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously he wanted it because when he was a kid, he would just move his ear right up next to your mouth and say, sing to me. Yeah. In a whisper. It was a whisper. Uh, What a great picture. Yeah. There's something else going on that day as well, correct? Yeah. Um, So we have to backtrack probably. Oh, gosh. We got to go back like 30 years. So um, I I made some decisions in my uh, senior year of high school that changed my life. Um, Good decisions, poor decisions? You know, I I got pregnant and I, I dropped out of high school six months prior wow. to my graduation wow. and um, I gave birth and I, I didn't you were that go, close six I was, months out. Yeah. Why did you drop out? I mean, you don't have to go into that deeply. But. I did. I, you know, 30 years ago, they didn't have the programs that they have now where a lot of right. people do okay. go ahead and finish. And yeah. so good point. It was my, it was my duty. I mean, I, I became a, a mom and a teenage mom. And so at that moment, that was what I did. I, I came so close, but yet I couldn't finish. And so I stepped away. Were you hard on yourself at that point? Was that difficult for you? Not at the moment, but over the years, this 
a whisper, this voice constantly in my ear that I never finished. And then it became a little stronger. You're, you're saying that whisper was saying, you never finished. Yeah, you never you finished. You're this close. You, didn't get, you don't even have your high you're school not diploma. Smart. You make bad choices. Wow. You're a quitter. I think we can all relate to voices like that, whispers like that, right? So what happened? They just get louder. Yeah, they do. They get louder. If you don't deal with them, they're not going to go away. You can try to ignore them, put your fingers in your ear and say, I'm not listening, I'm not listening, but they don't go away, right? They they just keep... Oh, they don't go away. If you give them any place, they will, they'll get bigger and bigger, right? Actually, 30 years go by. And my two younger boys were finally finishing school and I told my husband, I said, you know what? I want to go back. Good for you. I'm going to shut these voices up. I want to finish. Wow. 30 years later. Yeah. That is amazing. 30 years later. Was that hard to do? I was nervous, excited and nervous. So I went to Pierce College and I decided, hey, I'm not going to get my GED, but I'm actually going to get my diploma. So whatever that looks like, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to walk out the classes. I want to do everything the way it should have been done. Okay. And so I ended up getting my diploma, walking across the stage receiving it at Pierce College and I just told my husband I'm I'm not going to give up. I'm going to I'm going to wow. keep going. Wow. So, if I had a passion for fitness my whole life and decided I was going to go in the direction of kinesiology. So, here I go again. And I'm starting at ground zero cuz my I just got my diploma. So, now I've really got to start the basics. Wow. You know, a lot of kids coming out of school now, they've already got right. their AA. Right. Right. Now these college I'm always classes a step and, behind. Yeah, Steve. yeah right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get there, but I'm always a step behind. And so here I start pacing it out, and I just ended up getting my AA in kinesiology. Congratulations! Yeah, I actually got kinesiology student of the year. Which wow! I'm like they picked this old lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> you look at a lot of these eighteen, twenty-something year olds, and you're thinking. Wow, and you're right there in class yeah. with them, and like, they pick you to really? be the student of the year in kinesiology. Yeah. Wow. So here comes graduation, and it actually falls on Jace's graduation. So all this that you've worked for, yep. now you're to the fulfillment. You yep. shut up all the whispers. New whispers came in. You shut them up. You get your degree. You're ready to go, and all of a sudden, your nephew calls up and says, hey, could you pin this medal on me? Yeah, and I'm like... Well, wait a second. That's my day. <laughs> That's my day. You can't have my day. I'm graduating. Right? And I'm thinking in my head, no, no. This is way bigger. It gives me more joy to go pin his rank on than to walk across the stage and receive, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that he would ask you. Yeah. His aunt. Nothing wrong with ants, right? But that's a big, that's a big, in fact, his mom is actually doing it too, but she's pinning one side on you said, right? Yes. And, he, and you get to pin on the other. For him to ask you to do that, that was a pretty high it's, honor, right? It's special. Yeah. 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 All because you sang that stupid little song. Whispering that sweet, sick little song. <laughs> right. But that was just symbolic of who you were to him and all the things that you've done in his life. And you're like mm-hmm. a mother figure. To yeah. him that he wanted you there. I love that. So here's a couple of thoughts I have that I want to tie it into 
Memorial Day is not just that Jace has graduated and he's going to go into the military as an officer. But when you told me the story, immediately in my mind, I'm a wannabe comedian, you know, but I'm going, okay, this guy, what kind of a soldier is he going to be if he, if he can't pin a pin on his dress uniform, th- this warrior that, that has gone through boot camp and all these different things and is going to go in the military and fight for a country, be an officer, and he can't pin on his own little thing, you know? I mean, if he's a warrior, he can certainly pin it on, right? And as I'm thinking that in my head, I go to the next thought, which is the reason why he's asking you is because it's an honor for you. Of course he could do that himself. But it means more to have you do it, to have his mom do it. And it means more to you as well as to him when he says, you know what, you mean that much to me. I want to be a part of this momentous point in my life. Would you please pin this medal on me? Because basically he's basically saying you helped me get here. It's a validation. It's a validation, right? Yeah. And I think, you know what, aren't we always pinning something on somebody? We are. I mean, we can pin medals of honor, but we can pin on medals of dishonor. You know, we say stuff all the time to people that just, we curse them with our mouth. Yeah, we can speak life or death with our mouth. We really can. With our words. You can lift somebody up or you can drag them down. When you're going there, he's, number one, he's saying how valuable you are. But when you're pinning that on, you're saying how valuable he is. And you know what, Wendy, you had pinned on him way before you're ever going to pin this pin on all these years you've been pinning pins on his on his uniform you've been telling him when you sing that cupcake song in his ear your sweetie pie whatever you're telling him you are loved you are loved you're valuable you're a warrior yep you're a fighter sometimes we forget who we are and we got to put on the dress uniform. And when you put that dress uniform on, I'm thinking of the movie A Few Good Men. I always love ah, that movie. It's a great right? movie. But when they put it on, they just look so, I don't know, studly, so distinguished, so because there's pride behind that, especially mm-hmm. when you have all these things over your pocket, all these pieces of cloth and pieces of metal that are probably not even worth a few cents if you take the actual value of it. But for them to get that, the value is it's invaluable. I mean, it's it's priceless what that's worth. Well, when they put that on, they're reminded of all the times they were pinned. And all the things that they had done and how they got that purple heart and how they, that they got that cross and how they got all that stuff pinned on them. And they're reminded. And I think that sometimes we need to put on our dress blues and we need to be reminded, wait a minute, no, you are valuable. No, you are important. You are a warrior. And you know what? I think that sometimes we need to start going around and not just on Memorial Day, but, but especially on Memorial Day, telling other people, pinning on their uniform this is who you are to me. You're valuable to me. You're a warrior. Absolutely. Calling out greatness in people. Yeah. Because we all have greatness inside of us. Absolutely. But sometimes when people give us medals of dishonor, you forget. Sometimes it's hard to even feel or accept that, especially when we have these other voices that we battle with in our head and, you know, fighting those off. It's still really hard for me to even receive a compliment. Wow. I have a hard time receiving compliments. I don't know about you. Wow. Um, I deal with that daily. Somebody will say something nice to me, and I immediately I, I, I think I, I'm like embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, it's like somebody's actually paying attention to me. Yeah. And looking at me. Yeah. Wait, I, I'm not invisible right now. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard for me, but on the other hand, I thrive off of it. It's what feeds me. My love language is words of encouragement, and one reason I love to come here. It's a 30-minute drive to me, sometimes an hour if I take the long way. But I show up here, you know why? Because you guys adjust me. 
You adjust more than my back and my spine. You adjust my spirit because I walk through those doors and you guys always greet me. Like in the military, when you walk through, you don't have to have your dress blues on, your dress uniform, because they salute each other. We don't do that in, in civilian world, right? And we probably should because when you salute someone, what that's saying is I acknowledge you. I see your value. You're an officer is in the court. I respect officer, you. I respect yeah. you, right? And when I walk that door, that's what you guys do. And when every time you do that, you're pinning something on my chest saying, Steve, you're valuable to us. Steve, you're funny to us. That's great. Steve, you know, you're part of the family here. And all of us need that. And when we get that, when we put on that uniform and we were reminded of all the people that have said things to us or done things for us, and sometimes we're not even noticing it. People are pinning stuff on us by opening up the door for us, by high-fiving us, by smiling when we walk past them. We we tend to blow it off or they compliment us. We don't say thank you. Like you said, it can be difficult. But what you got, you got to bask in that moment and take that compliment, even if it's difficult for you, and say thank you. Because when I say thank you, I honor you. When I say, oh, it's not me, I kind of dishonor the person who's trying to give me a compliment, you know. But we all need to be pinned those medals. And when someone is trying to do that, we need to bask in that moment. And we need to pause back, take it like a salute, put on our dress uniform and say, wait a minute. No, I am a warrior. I am valuable. I am important. There are people in this world that do need me. My life does count. And we put that jacket on, we put the uniform on or someone salutes us or whatever. And we remember, and we see all the things people have done for us Memorial Day is all about remembering, right? And we remember what they've done for us and what people have done for us. We rise to hold all the level and the greatness begins to come out. I mean, because I, I can't imagine there's not a single person in the military that doesn't put on their dress uniform and feel better once they put their dress uniform on because they realize I'm putting greatness on now. I'm, I'm, bec- I'm stepping into who I really am. Oh, so good. I'm going to have to go back. You said something to the effect of... Um, we kind of we insult the person who's given us the compliment. And I have I probably have to apologize to some people even this week. Um, Sarah, bless her heart, she was complimenting me um, on I believe it was Wednesday, and I dismissed it because I'm like, oh no, you know, not me. Yeah. I I'm you know whatever. I yeah. don't look special today or whatever. Um, but in honoring the people. Yeah. And re- in receiving what they have to say. When someone is trying to pin a medal on you, he's not going to fight you when you pin that on, Jace, when you pin that on. Oh, no. He's not going to fight you. He's going to stand their chest out. He's going to let his auntie, his sugar pie, honey cupcake, <laughs> whatever, and he's going to have his chest out. He's Instead of putting his ear next to your mouth, he's going to be putting his chest out next to your hand as you pin that medal on him because you deserve that. You know how you deserved it? Because you sang and you didn't know how to sing supposedly. And you held that baby and you went through all the stuff in the in the birthing room with, with your sister and, and uh, it's your sister, right? Sister-in-law. Sister-in-law, right? And all the times you loved him and held him. And it's all that love that earned that. Love builds people up, Steve. It does. And if we spend time doing that, greatness will come out of people. We just got to pin them with greatness. We got to let them know instead of waiting until they're sick in the hospital on their deathbed or at their funeral, we right. want to let them treat them as though today was a day. Let's, let's give eulogies while people are alive, you know, because yeah. greatness is in them and it's in every person. It is. We're just there to pull it out of them. It's already in you. Happy lifer. You just need somebody to pull it out of you. And sometimes, yeah, we can't, sometimes we can't recognize it in our own self. Yeah. 
And we need somebody to, yes, to call to it out. Yeah. Yep. And when they do, you just say, thank you. And you sit in that moment and you take that moment home with you and you get into the room by yourself or you get in your car and you drive and you think about what that person said and you don't put it off and just go, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. No, you bask in that moment because you do deserve that moment. And I want to close with this. I want to go back to the whisper. The whisper. Because you talked about in the beginning how you didn't even sing the song to Jason. That old commercial, I don't know if you remember it or not, but if you want someone's attention, whisper. Lower your voice, right? And when you whisper, you don't shout, you whisper. We got so much shouting going on today. You start to whisper, the people that want to know will get, when you whisper, Jason, it drew him closer to you. He had to put his ear to your mouth because you're whispering love to him. You're whispering humor to him. You're whispering fun and acceptance and value. And no wonder he's already coming out to be an officer. No wonder he's because he had someone whispering that into him. But you also talked about the whispers that you had in your head, which were completely opposite of the whispers you put in his head. Yeah. Whose whispers do you want to listen to? Or who's whispering in your ear? Wow. Or who you, who are you allowing to whisper in your ear? Yeah. To even hear a whisper, you've got to be close to somebody. Yeah. yeah. So, are we, you know, whoever's projecting those negative voices that's whispering in your ear, oh, we don't want to be close no. to that guy. No. Nope. And the other thing with, that I was thinking too with whispers is they're not big deals. When you held Jay's and you were whispering that song when he was just a baby, an infant, a toddler, did you ever think that it was that impo- big of a deal? No, it was just a stupid a lo- little song. cuddling, loving moment. Yeah. But now you look back at it. Those were just whispers is all they were. They were literal whispers. Over and over and over, over again. Over and over again. Just little things that you did that he caused him to put his ear up to your mouth. People don't always shout how great you are, happy lifer. They often whisper it. And that comes from when you show up, they smile. Or they say, thank you. Oh, so good. Not everyone's love language is words of encouragement. So if it's not, then they might not be very good at giving those. But if we pay attention to the whisper, you got to get close. Yeah. When he got close to you, he was asking you, do that song again. Right. And I think sometimes when we're down, we got to ask for the whispers. How am I doing? I'm struggling today. What do you think about me? Build me up. Yeah. And that's what you did. I think. And also recognizing somebody needs that. Yeah. The people shouldn't even have to ask. Exactly. Let's be the people that pin medals of honor onto people. And recognize when people need those those moments. Yeah. And if you don't know if they need it or not, then pin it on anyway. Just <laughs> right? give it out. Just keep throwing right. out compliments. Just keep throwing out acts of service. Just keep throwing out gifts. Whatever is how you honor people because we all need it. We can't get too much. And those officers that have all that color on their uniforms from all those badges that they've gotten, it's pretty impressive, right? So number one, we need to watch for the whispers. Number two, we need to be given the whispers. And number three, we need to put on our dress uniform. What I mean by that is remembering what people have done for us. That's what I'm talking about. Your dress uniform is when you remember what people have said to you. You remember the time you made somebody laugh or you made somebody cry in a good way. You remember the time that that someone said something to you like, you have no idea what that meant to me. You remember those little things and then greatness comes out of you because you remember how great you really are. So to all of our warriors out there, that have given their life for us, we remember you today. 
And for all the warriors out there like Jace that are fighting for us, we honor you today. And for all of the rest of you out there, you're warriors too. And we remember you today too because you are valuable. You are... You're a world changer. We're calling out greatness in you. I was thinking sugar pie, honey bunch. But how did that, <laughs> what the lyrics go? I couldn't remember them. Sing it, Steve. <laughs> I don't, you sugar pie, honey bunch. Okay, That's not even the right one. Okay, but, don't. <laughs> no, you do it. You got to do the whisper. She's not going to do it. She's still not going to do it. I'm saving you folks. <laughs> Wendy, thank you for joining us. Thank you for all the times I show up in here and, and, and you adjust my spirit. You adjust my mentality. Thanks for all the other people that you do that with. Happy life. Or thanks for all the times that you whisper and do things for people and, and adjust them as well. Thanks, Wendy, for letting me interview you and, and, and doing this thing, even though you wouldn't sing for me. But the thanks. The pleasure is for... mine, Steve. I really appreciate you. Thank and you. you that you bring that to our office every single time uh-huh. I can speak on behalf of all of my coworkers here, my team, you know, we look forward to you coming in. Right on. We look forward to every patient that walks in our door. I know you do. Cause I, I sit in the waiting room and I watch everyone comes in they say hi to you and, and they feel like they're the only person in the room. Cause that's what you guys do. That's why it's like a family here. Yeah, it, it, it is a family. We hope that, um, if anyone needs chiropractic care, that they'll come and check us out. And up Washington. You're anywhere near Seattle, you would be remiss not to show up. I don't care if your back feels great. You need to come in here, even if it's just to get your spirit adjusted. But this place is amazing. Momentum Chiropractic. Wendy's amazing. Sarah's amazing. Hillary's amazing. Terry is amazing. Rebecca's amazing. Dr. Ty is amazing. Angelina is amazing. You guys have um, your um, masseuse. Yeah, we've got two fantastic massage therapists, Amber and Peyton, and they just... Uh, they've got a great healing touch. So right on. We are we're really blessed here. You are. It's a great place to come. Even if you just come in and say hi, say Happy Life Studios sent you. Say hey, I was wondering if Wendy could adjust my spirit today, <laughs> or maybe <laughs> we Rachel have hug adjust. We we have hug adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> well, Happy Memorial Day, everybody! And I wanted to not just honor our warriors on this day, but I also wanted to honor you and let you know that you're a warrior, and we need you to keep fighting. Thanks. And you will be happy too. Thanks for listening. I hope that helps. And remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. happy Steve A's.